Hello and welcome to yet another episode of How Not to Suck at the Stocks. This is your host, Dan Hansen, and today we're talking about Star Wars. Surprise, surprise. S-tier means it's one of the greatest movies of all time. They never get old. A-tier means it's an amazing addition to the Star Wars mythology, but they're not quite up there with the S-tier. B-tier means the movie is fun, but it drags in parts. C-tier means the movie has critical flaws that make it difficult to sit through repeat viewings. And F-tier means the film suck dick for coke. Uh, F-tier, The Rise of Skywalker. This movie is so bad, I've only seen it once. There are some interesting concepts, though. I love the beginning, where Kylo Ren visits the Sith Temple, and it's all dark, and there's this disembodied voice of the Emperor. I love the horror-meets-sci-fi vibe. But then the rest of the movie just fails to deliver on that premise. Uh, Star Wars has cloning and Force Ghosts, so bringing the Emperor back is fine, though it does take a massive shit on Darth Vader's sacrifice at the end of Return of the Jedi. Uh, the Sith Empire is a cool idea. They could have used cloning to explain all the troops. In Knights of the Old Republic, there's something called the Starforge, which uses the power of a sun and the dark side to pump out ships. I think the entire premise could have worked if they fleshed it out over the entire trilogy, instead of just cramming it all in at the end. Also, F-tier is The Last Jedi. I actually liked how Luke had changed in the last 30 years, unlike everything else in the sequels. The problem was, his scenes were really boring. In Empire, we needed Yoda to explain the Force and teach Luke. But in The Last Jedi, we as an audience already understand the Force. And Rey as a character already does too, for some reason. So it all seemed rather pointless. Uh, but the big killer for me is the Finn and Rose side story on the casino planet. Actually, the whole Rose character is just a drain. Her dialogue is cringe. Uh, I did really love the throne room scene, though. I've always wanted to see those royal guards in action. And this movie delivered. Uh, the warp kamikaze was cool, like everyone says. And Luke's last stand was cool, too, even if his death was, was kind of missing a beat for me. I was kind of confused by it. Okay, so now moving on, we have C tier, The Force Awakens. I waited my entire life to find out what happens after Return of the Jedi. And now I'm still wondering. I used to have dreams about Episode 7. When Disney announced they were buying Lucasfilm and making it, I was like a kid again. Life was just better when a Star Wars movie is in production. So I got a group of friends and family together, and we all went to see it opening night. Then somewhere in the third act, I had this feeling in the pit of my stomach, like, oh my god, I've wasted my life. No, it was like, oh my god. Like, I've waited my whole life for this moment, and it's just... Han Solo running around on another Death Star. There's actually a Whitest Kids You Know parody about this exact same thing. Uh, but I have to say, Force Awakens, it was a competent movie, even if it was a ripoff. And the characters, uh, they were uninspired. Finn does not act like a brainwashed child soldier. Rey has zero motivation. There's no Luke Skywalker. Uh, the most interesting character of the entire sequel trilogy is Kylo Ren. He's the only one that has any sort of connection to the overall story. And he actually has some sort of internal conflict going on. So there's at least something there with him. Uh, Rey has your typical amnesia hero bullshit that you'd expect in a video game, but you know, not in a blockbuster movie. Also C-tier is The Phantom Menace. People love this shit on this movie, and for good reason. The execution, the pacing, the whole... Tatooine side story is too long and disjointed from the rest of the movie. The characters are boring as shit. Obi-Wan and Anakin should have been main characters, and Anakin should have never been fucking nine years old. 
but it does have some great exposition. We get to see the old Jedi Order, the Old Republic, uh, Palpatine's rise to power is interesting, Darth Maul is underused, but is still a great villain. There's a lot of redeeming factors here, notably the end lightsaber fight between Maul and Obi-Wan. B tier. I'm going to put Han Solo. This kid had big boots to fill, and I think he did a good job. Kessel drags the movie down, but I love the rest. Uh, well, except for the woke robot. That thing was fucking annoying as hell. Uh, but there's so many great scenes. You have the opening chase, the train heist, the trench combat. I loved how the ending wasn't big and dumb, but instead was this game of one's upmanship. It fit the character. I thought Han Solo made sense. Him being betrayed by his love interest is why he's so jaded at the beginning of A New Hope. Woody Harrelson as Han's mentor was great. Uh, you know, chemistry with Chewie. I would have liked to have seen a sequel, but you know, alas. Also B tier is Attack of the Clones. Like with episode one, the execution is still poor. There's a lot of sitting on couches and walking in front of blue screen. The movie doesn't have the propulsion of a proper Star Wars film. But there are some incredible action scenes and the Emperor's Rise to Power is a good plot. This script just needs to be rewritten by a professional. Moving into the A tier. Rogue One. When I first saw this movie, I disregarded it as having some great action, but that was about it. I was wrong. The more I watch it, the better it becomes. The main character, Jyn Erso, is bland, but the supporting cast makes up for it. Director Krennig, in particular, steals the show, and I love the political infighting between him and Tarkin. And this movie also has the series' best combination of space and ground combat, though the main characters are the least interesting part of the grand finale, which is... Never a good sign. Uh, also A tier is Revenge of the Sith. The execution is better than the other prequels. There's less couch scenes. Uh, we finally get a main character in Anakin Skywalker. He has actual motivation and conflict. And a Jedi falling to the dark side against the backdrop of a galactic republic turning into a galactic empire is the best story in the entire series. Though I do think the Jedi Purge was washed over, especially at the Jedi Temple. We could have done without the Wookiees and General Grievous and had more Purge. And I think if the first two prequels were never made and we only got this one, then it would be a lot more popular amongst the fans. But, I mean, fuck the fans anyway. Star Wars fans are the worst. Oh my god. I don't think I can do it. Uh, moving on. Uh, S tier. Return of the Jedi. The Ewok stuff is clunky and the polish just wasn't there this time. But... The throne room scenes are the best scenes in the entire series, and they elevate this movie into the same conversation as the first two. I'm also still waiting for the space combat scene to be topped, and it's, it's been fucking 40 years. Also in S tier is the original. This movie does show its age. The first 40 minutes is just two robots walking through the fucking desert. Uh, but once they meet Han Solo, the movie picks up and just never slows down. Uh, you know, the idea that they have to go save the princess from this fucking dungeon, but the dungeon is actually like a Death Star that moves and follows them. And, you know, the entire movie just leads up perfectly to the last 20-minute grand finale. Just perfect execution in so many parts. Lightning in a bottle. So, you know, surprise, surprise, the, the best of them all, Empire Strikes Back. I think if this movie was never made, then Star Wars would just be a bunch of silly kids' movies. But Empire gives the entire series a bottom, an ethos. Uh, Rich Evans once said, the greatest sci-fi movie in history just happens to be a Star Wars movie. And I believe that. So much care and attention to detail into making this movie, which has never been matched before or since. 
It's just so intelligent. People behind it were so talented. I'm not sure if it can ever be topped from a scientific perspective or a sci-fi perspective. And, well, that's my list. Agree? Disagree? Let me know what you think in the comments below. Don't forget to smash that like button and subscribe. It would really help me out, folks. Really. This has been uh, Dan Hansen with How to Suck at the Stocks. Have a great one. Bye-bye.